BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. For these entrepreneurs out here, like they'll, to fab- they think that they have to fabricate something in order to get a customer or or in order to get a follower or in order to get an ad to work. Right. I'm like, actually, the best converting ads are just if you just pull your phone out and just talk into it and don't even edit it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times that converts better than all the super produced stuff, just right. some regular, just right. some regular stuff. Mm-hmm. Honey band, honey band, honey band, honey band, honey band, honey bands. Everybody has a six-figure goal, but they're thinking too small. They're only thinking of 100 bands, not realizing that six figures goes all the way up to 900K. And I was able to do that in my business with just one digital product. But it's not about how much came in. It's about how much that I lost out on because of information that I did not have. And I do not want you to go through the same thing on your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can create and scale digital products and digital assets. But not only that, I'm giving you the entire framework and system to take your own intellectual property, your own IP, getting in the right system to scale. And system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money. So go ahead, click the link, and join me this upcoming Thursday for the Masterclass. See you soon. Welcome to another episode of It's Crowded at the Top. I'm your host, Ashton CEO. Got the voice of God with me. Hey, peace and blessings. Hallelujah. (laughs) Yeah, so, man, I want to, and you know another thing, too, I'm thinking, uh, I just thought of it when I said welcome to another episode. They get they getting over on podcasters by having them call their shows podcasts. Yeah, for sure. Like I know I have a small podcast right now, but I'm saying for the larger people, this podcast podcast when all these large corporations and larger companies want to buy in and stuff, it like devalues it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not like you have a show or a production or anything. A lot of these people they get they ha- they have like seven cameras, yeah, movie it's, cameras, it's, and it's full out, yeah. <laughs> and lights and a and a production and a producer and yeah, sound engineers in the back, yeah, switching. engineers and more viewership than a show. But it's a podcast. I know. You throw that podcast on it, then it just gets peed on. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but outside of that, and this is just the uh 
this is the last time I'm going to speak on it because I, I want to speak on Grant Cardone again just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because I know that clip went crazy, that clip that went viral. I watched the whole interview this mm-hmm. morning. Because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I know I I reacted and I, I made a response to the video. I was like, let me see the whole. Right, get some context. Yeah. Even though I even though I didn't need the context for that part of what he said about black people, I was just curious. Like, what mm-hmm. were they talking about? Mm-hmm. The the lady interviewing him, she's a, a Trump's son's wife, Trump's son and daughter-in-law. Yeah. And it's funny how people people be throwing that in, like when they be reporting it to make it worse. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but that's what made the clip go worse because it's like not only is he saying this, he's saying this exactly. to Trump's daughter Trump's daughter in law, mm-hmm. which we know nothing of. She's could be a great human being. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, sure. it, it's just <laughs> it's just that name is attached to it that you know so many people feel so strongly mm-hmm. about strongly positively or negatively. It's like it's no middle area mm-hmm. when you say Trump, right? But I'm like, so I sit there and I listen to the whole interview and I'm like, she didn't even ask him about that. They weren't even talking about that. Grant just brought it up out the blue. Mm. Which makes it even worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's funny, bro. I thought I thought he was about to talk about how, like he they were talking about this, and then that was just no. A snippet. <laughs> they weren't talking about that at all. <laughs> bro, they weren't talking about that at all. All all that she was saying was, first of all, she was like, um, you know, you're so popular on social media. She was like. How do you do it? Because she's basically like, how do you do it? Mm. And then he just went into the black thing. Mm. Well, and we, that clip well, was, we know where his where his priorities lie. Well, I already knew that. Yeah. I already knew that. You can just tell you can just tell how he talks. Mm-hmm. I I've known that since since day one that I started consuming his content, I know that he's, I know that's not him. Mm-hmm. What he really sounds like is when he was talking to her. Mm-hmm. I've been know that you can. I guess people couldn't tell. I could. I knew that at the gate. I'm like, oh, okay, I see what he's doing, but let me get what I can get. Mm-hmm. From the information, I want to learn about branding and marketing and sales. Mm-hmm. I know I'm his. I know I'm his avatar because how did he end up on my radar instead of Dave Ramsey? Mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey don't target me. Grant does, so mm-hmm. you know I fit in that street demographic he was talking about. But I'm sitting there and I'm I watched the whole interview and I'm like. This makes it worse. They're not even talking about black people. Mm-hmm. They're not even talking about how do you get black viewership. She basically just asked, like, you know, with social media, you have such a, a large presence on there. How do you do it? 
And then she said, and you, and you do it tastefully. Mm. He even said, oh, no, I, I'm not tasteful. I'm not. Uh, you know, which, which, which this, is the, this is the reason why I wanted to talk about it. I, I didn't want to talk about it for the reasons that I talked about last episode or sharing my feelings or how it's wrong and how us as a people react to it and stuff. That ain't why I'm, I want the lesson to be when she asked him how is he... How did he build this brand on social media? And she even was like saying, and you seem to do it tastefully. And he was like, no, nah, I don't do it tastefully. You know, sometimes I, I cringe at the stuff. And she was like, oh, no, Grant's not that bad. She was like, He was like, no, nah, really, sometimes I look at some of my stuff and I cringe at it. Like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? I'm on top of a Rolls Royce with money just uh, fanning it out and stuff. I, I know a person like you wouldn't be into that. But, you know, then he went into the black mm-hmm. The black thing. Mm-hmm. So they're not even talking about it. And I'm saying this is a lesson for people when they're building their brand and when they're when they're marketing. All of Grant's marketing is inauthentic. I know that. I but I study all this stuff. So I'm like to me it's easy to see. Right, right. But Grant has this brand of like all this super, super authenticity. All right. And I'm like, that right there showed. I'm like, nobody talks, talked about that aspect of it. He don't even like what he's doing sometimes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I do where I'd be like, oh, I cringe at it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's what a lot of people suffer in marketing. Is that they, they don't like it because they're not being their true authentic self. Mm. They're trying to do something that they think works because they've seen somebody else do it. Mm-hmm. Like the Lamborghinis, like all the jewelry, like flashing all the cash. Lifestyle marketing. Mm-hmm. I know people that will literally go to a restaurant just to shoot some stuff, go sit in front of a car that they don't own mm-hmm. just to shoot some stuff, go sit in somebody else's car. I got somebody in mind right now. Goes, I know a bunch of people went and sat in somebody else's car. Right. Shot a bunch of ads. Stars in the ceiling and stuff, and like, hey, you want to learn how to? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not being. They're not being themselves. I'm like, yo, you drive a, you drive a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Nothing's wrong with that. Yeah. You don't have to show your car. Show your business. Show some. Show some testimonials. Show something that's working for you. Mm-hmm. All my, all my, all my advertising, all my marketing. I'm being graphic tees or a pink hoodie nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Standing outside in on a random street or in a random park. Yeah. It don't gotta be the the flash. It gotta be the the value. Right. Yeah, you and you and Wallow come to mind with that. No, nah, I don't be in the street like like no Wallow. Well, but but you know, I'm just saying, like I'm talking about just like authenticity, ain't no like flash and frills. You know what I'm saying? It's just the message, yeah, and value. Like you know, yeah, Wallow yeah. Be in in the rain. Like. Yeah, he be running. I just I just go I just go set up a camera outside just because it looks better than just yeah. sitting. 
What you Sitting doing? You inside. Dry. You inside. You dry. You lazy. I'm outside in the rain getting it. <laughs> yeah. Plus, plus, plus my house. Plus my house don't got that much natural light. Cause I got a I got a covering over the over the front porch. I got all these hundred foot tall oak uh, yeah. oak trees everywhere. <laughs> so I know. <Yeah>. Shaded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it helps in the summer. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, that's that come in handy. May, June, July, August, yeah. September. Yeah, but I don't I don't wanna be like, especially if I like shot at shot an ad right here. Don't got no decoration on the on the wall behind me. It'd be like, is yeah. he is he in prison? <laughs> is he incarcerated? They, they missing the whole point. Or or they might be like, oh man, he in there changing his life. <laughs> He's doing like imagine positive. imagine if imagine if if the wall was like plain white, but like them like cinder blocks yeah. instead. They'd be like, ah, oh, he's in the dorm room. <laughs> Uh, I know a dorm room when I see one. And, nah, hey, but that, that's low key impactful. They'd be like, "Man, it's like college students <laughs> did a million dollars." <laughs> nah, but it's just so it's just so like that's one thing that can be spooky about online and social media. It's a lot of people presenting a character that's not themselves. Mm-hmm. So my character is Aston CEO. But Aston CEO is Blake Aston right. Sanford. It's right. it's my name. It's still me. So I don't do anything that's outside of me. Right. That's something I picked up from Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey, he was saying there's no difference. He was saying Snoop Dogg and Hello Kitty, there's no difference. Snoop Dogg and Mickey Mouse, there's no difference. They're both a character branded by art. So Snoop Dogg got the music, all this stuff. Hello Kitty got the show. Mickey Mouse got all this stuff. But through the art, they can then sell different products. You know, Snoop Dogg does everything. Everything. Hello Kitty and Mickey Mouse on everything. Mm. Got Hello Kitty clothes, Hello Kitty cups, Hello Kitty stickers. So he was like, Nipsey's the same. He was like, Nipsey's the same thing. Nipsey, that's his character. But his his art's coming from a more real from a more real place. Mm-hmm. But real fans of Nipsey, you know, there wasn't much difference between Nipsey and Ernius. Right. Like you can just you can just tell. Like I know some things are are uh, putting scoops on some stuff. You know, it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. But the root of it, you can tell its message, especially if it's if you listen to. An interview versus a mute versus a a song. Mm-hmm. Where some people, the character is always that whenever they're doing it. Mm-hmm. You always see them with all the chains on and all the cars and always looking fresh. Where you see Nipsey with the dusty braids, the crazy looking yeah, beard. Yeah, the do rag, shawty. The two little. The the shrunken undershirt because you seen it done got washed a few times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You see, yeah, yeah. so it ain't like it's always, always on point. The most on point it ever was when Victory Lap came out. Mm-hmm. That's when he like, man, them braids look a little, them braids look a little different. Yeah, 
still straight back, but they they like them stitch straight back where you can see each little pull mm. throughout the joints. Mm. Versus just look at the stuck in the grind video or something. Like I'm used to seeing it interviews and stuff looking like yeah. rough like that. Fuzzy. But I'm just like a lot of people, y'all. Um, a lot of people they see people's lifestyle marketing, and then they go and imitate somebody else's lifestyle marketing because they think that lifestyle marketing just is the fancy stuff showing those Lamborghinis, being on a yacht, doing all this crazy stuff. Which lifestyle marketing? Lifestyle. What is your lifestyle? Mm. I can show I can show me on a on a Monday at at one o'clock drinking margaritas on a hammock. That's lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean people would love to not be working at one o'clock on a on a Monday and could be yeah. sitting on a hammock drinking a margarita. Yeah. That's what I do. I don't got to show a Lamborghini. Yeah, you be doing that in your stories too. You be like, hey y'all, look, it's like eleven. Just about to start my day. <laughs> I, I don't set no alarms, y'all. I, I, I wake up when I want to wake up. Yeah, it's lifestyle. Yeah. Yo, I don't set an alarm. I wake up when I wake up. I go to sleep when I go to sleep. If I want to go, it's hard for me to read. I have difficulties reading in my office in my house. I'm a, I'm a slow reader. I, I get distracted. I got to go outside to read. I'm going. I'm going to drink a margarita on a hammock on Monday at one because I know I need to read this information and I can get it done quicker sitting here on the hammock and the mar drinking a margarita. I can get I can get it done in an hour. What would take me three and a half hours sitting at home? Yeah, for sure. That's lifestyle marketing. Dang, man, this dude is. That dude woke up at eleven thirty and went and sat on a hammock at one, and went to got ate some fajitas at three. Yeah. Went to the movies at at four. It, oh man, this man it's about to be traffic, man. Let me. What can I do to? What can I do to? You know, kill an hour and a half so I don't catch this traffic. I'm gonna go to the movies real quick. Mm. That's lifestyle marketing too. I don't, but I don't have to. I don't have to try to right. do something crazy. It's literally the lifestyle recording. Mm -hmm. But it's somebody I have on my mind right now. The profile picture is a Lamborghini. Mm. I don't own a Lamborghini. Yeah. I know what they drive. It ain't no limit, and it's not a bad car neither. It's a nice regular car. It's a Dodge. Mm -hmm. I'm like, like, why the why the Lambo? Yeah. Do you think that's a sin? Like in my profile picture, my profile picture be me on a me on a uh, on a camel on the beach with waves in the background <laughs> crashing up. I did that though. Yeah. I might not tell you where it was at. But it looks like I'm somewhere crazy. I, I got the head wrap on and everything. Yeah, yeah, 
remember. Look like I'm over in Abu Dhabi or somewhere. <laughs> you know where I was at? That pit? I was in I was in uh Mexico. Yeah, I was about to say you was in Mexico, huh? I'm like, why do they have camels on the beach in Mexico? And they figured it out. <laughs> what is where was I at? Not Cancun. Where's uh And it wasn't Tulum. Nah, Tulum just got a hot pandemic. Yeah. Probably just think of the regular vacation spots. Was it, was it Cabo? It wasn't Cabo. Cabo. It yeah, Cabo. Cabo. Uh, bro, you go Cabo, bro. They got camels on the beach. I've been I've been wanting to go to Cabo, but I heard it's like it's just like the super touristy spot. Uh, I'm a tourist. <laughs> yeah, but like for example, like Puerto Vallarta is like real chill, beautiful there. It ain't as like a lot of people like to use the word Americanized when they talk about quote unquote touristy spots around the world. They always like to compare it to a major city. Like Australia, they'd be like, Sydney's like Los Angeles, but if you want to get real Australia, you gotta go to you know what I'm saying? Well, all I all I be wanting is I don't know if you're looking what you be wanting to do. I, honestly, I be wanting to chill, and Viv be so mad at me, bro. I be wanting to chill, take pictures, and and take video. <laughs> <coughs> well, you can do that anywhere. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't. That's why I be like I don't get the um, places are touristy because you can chill anywhere. You can chill in Vegas. Well, you know, you if can, you want to chill, you can find the chill. Yeah, the the part I the part I left out is like within that culture. That's one of the reasons why I appreciated the Italy trip, but I would have preferred if we were in the city and not on the boat. Yeah, me though. If I go back to Cabo, it won't be how I did it. Like I stayed in the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. I like hotels better than Airbnb. Hey, yo, everybody has a six-figure goal, but they're only thinking of 100 racks, not realizing that six figures goes all the way up to 900K. And I was able to do that with just one digital product in my business. But it's not about how much came in. It's about how much that I missed out on because of information that I did not have. And I don't want you to go through the same thing in your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can take your own IP, your own intellectual property, knowledge and information that you already have, create digital products and digital assets with it. Not only that, but I'm going to teach you the entire framework and system and system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money so you don't have to go through the same pitfalls that I had to go through along the way. So go ahead, click the link, and join the masterclass. It is completely free, but spots are limited, so take advantage now. I'll see you on Thursday. Maybe Airbnb if it's like a group thing, but I don't like group things. Right. Or get an Airbnb with like, uh, you know, you can get something with full service, depending on where you go. Like staff. So like say I'll... Say I, w- I went to Tulum, had a ball. There was a group in an Airbnb. That's not my element. I don't. Right. I would prefer to have my own, mm-hmm. my own space. Mm-hmm. And then that party element, it's, it's just seemed, the party element of it too, when you were a group at the country, it's like everybody just want to drink all the time. Mm-hmm.
I don't want to drink. It's it's seven forty five a.m. I don't want to take a shot right now. Right, right. And ah, shot, shot, drink. Ah, I'm like I'm. I don't sit. Then they was like, oh, Blake, we about to go. Ah, I'll catch y'all when y'all get back. Mm-hmm. And then and then and then the Airbnb in Tulum, it was so far out. Because like a lot of places where you get these big mansion Airbnbs and stuff in a in another country like that, it's gonna be far away from like right. where you want to be at. Mm-hmm. So the but I I went to Cabo by myself, so I had a regular little Airbnb and it was like on the marina, versus I would prefer the hotel on the ocean, at the mm-hmm. on the beach. Mm-hmm. But where I was at, it's like a lot of foot traffic because. All the stuff is right there, like walking distance, all the restaurants, clubs and stuff. But every time I went out, it's just everybody on the on the marina trying to sell you coke. I'm like, oh, I ain't staying here in this time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad the Airbnb didn't charge me because I left it looking a mess. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. You was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the story. Bro, I tell the people the story. I don't know how, because I don't even like to get on this left. I don't know what happened, bro. I got, I got so messed up. Yeah, probably got so drunk, bro. No, nah, I don't think so. Because I poured everything myself, unless something was in a bottle. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's possible too. The only reason I say that is because I, I never forget, bro. I remember. A homegirl had a birthday party, party bus, and all that type of stuff. Bro, I got way too faded based off of what I consumed. I know for sure, like, something was put in, in one of them drinks that, like, and I think no, it was I, I think, I think I just didn't take into account I was drinking before we got there, mm. too. Mm-hmm. So it's like I met these two Ethiopian girls. And I told them I would meet up with them as my last night and go to go to the club. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the club, and then I get them a, I get them a drink. Whatever they got, I drunk what they drunk. Like at the time, this is before I like had a drink. Right. You know, I'm a, if I do drink, I'm tequila or red wine. Mm-hmm. Then after that, maybe whiskey, but usually tequila, red wine. I get old fashions and stuff with my steak or wine, but use tequila red wine. This point, it was like, a, you know, when you don't have a drink and it's like you just drink what other people drinking. Mm-hmm. It's like that area. So it's like, I think I got on tequila like the next year. So I'm drinking whatever that I'm like, I don't know, give me what y'all drinking. And then there's these dudes, they got a section, and somehow all three of us end up in that section the whole time. And I've had made new Cabo friends for the night. Yeah, yeah. And I'm drinking their stuff. And these new Cabo friends I made, they don't speak English. So we but we vibing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some Asian dudes. So I so I had to, so I spent the night. With the two Ethiopian girls I met riding the camels, a bunch of Asian dudes that don't speak English, 
and my my room's walking distance. I'm so messed up. My flight leaves early, 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 mm. early. Mm. They said don't catch an Uber. I mean, they said uh, they said catch a shuttle, use a shuttle service. Don't catch an Uber. Oh, sleep. I'm like, I spend the whole night messed up. I catch an Uber and stuff. I threw up all over the floor. Just left it. They didn't give me no cleanup charge. Damn. Yeah, that's tough. I'm in the, I'm in the, <laughs> I'm in the airport like this, whole time through tier, through uh through the, all the checkpoints, lying with his hands on my knees. <laughs> And then I get together, I'll hand them the ticket like yeah. <laughs> white dude come pat me on my shoulder. He said, Hey, I remember he said, He said, Hey man, you okay? I said, long night. I said, Oh, one of them good ones, huh? <laughs> I was like, no, man. Uh... I remember I saw uh man, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm my hands on my Hands on my knees, I'm breathing all hard, a little sweat on my forehead and stuff. It was a uh uh won't say NFL play. No, nah, some NBA player. I can't remember who he was, though. I was like, ah, oh, that's uh <laughs> such and such. <laughs> but anyways, but but anyways, but the but the but that's lifestyle. Like I could have I wasn't doing what I'm doing now. But if I was to shoot some mark some ads out there, that's not right. anything fabricated. Right. I happen to go to Cabo. Or, yeah. And I, I ain't even get a chance to use none of them Dubai ads because I switched the product. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm like, I, I need to, if I'm at a place like that or if I'm on a trip or something, I'm shooting ads, I need to make them to where I can just use it. For anything, like give different, give a different uh, CTA at the end. Mm-hmm. So if I'm running a a webinar, I can say something to join the webinar, or something to join the so whereas it can be the same hook story, but the offer on the end that could always be edited to right, right. a different one. Because I'm like, dang, I will never be able to use those. Because mm-hmm. I'm never doing that offer again in my life. <laughs> I know that for a fact, it'll just yeah. kill your business. Yeah. So, but I'm like, but that's lifestyle. Like, I'm in Dubai. Yeah, I'm in Dubai, blah, blah, blah. If I'm in, the, and a lot of people I was in Dubai with, they was renting the, uh, you know, the exotic cars and stuff and shooting content with them. That's cool. That is lifestyle. You're in Dubai in the Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. But where it, Don't mislead. No, nah, where it, but I'm saying the mislead aspect of it would be you make it look like you live in Dubai and own a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this person I got in mind right now, this this one weekend that they had this Lamborghini, they've been showing it. They've been showing this one weekend for like two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need they need to just be like a 
Kamoy and just invite people to follow him and say, hey, y'all, I'm in Paris. Look, 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 find this speakeasy. You know, he'd be everywhere. He'd he do it that's the right life. way. But that's lifestyle. I know, that's what I'm saying. he do it the right way. Like, and Kamoy owns a Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah. Would you know that by his content, though? Nah, he because he, he, he shows the travel. I think I saw you know why one, he don't... one Lambo, one Lambo post. I shot one of his Lambo ads, but I'm like, it's his. Yeah, that's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got the years or errors, however you say it. Errors, we'll, we'll let people say how they. Europeans work. hate that we call it the Lambo truck. By the way, <laughs> a word. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not a truck. It's not. It's not a truck. Or the Benz truck. I need to. I need to see the for the G boy. The Ferrari in person. It looks small. I need to see it. The Ferrari truck. Like why we call everything a truck? Because <laughs> we're American. <laughs> <laughs> but no. But if I say Kamoy, if he was to do some some marketing with his Lamborghini, that is his actual lifestyle. Right. Right. So I'm not talking about these people. Like I, I got friends. I got, I got friends and associates. They got Lamborghinis. They mm-hmm. own Rolls Royces. Mm-hmm. They own Maybach's. They shoot. That is their actual lifestyle. It's right. not them. They live in a huge mansion. It's not them. Like fabricating something. Right. You walk out of your mansion with your Lamborghini, your Rolls Royce, mm-hmm. your Ferrari. That's your lifestyle. Yeah, that's lifestyle. Yeah. And what what do you what do you think about people who show that stuff? Well, I'm not gonna say the people. What do you think about the disclaimer that oftentimes comes with not ads like that, but just posts like that where people be like motivational purposes only? Like, do you think that that disclaimer is like a good or a bad? I get motivated by it. But I'm saying I'm talking about the like us saying it like like for example not the like like to use grant as an example right well and we've talked about this before grant versus big business right so now you got one person who's like like this is what it is i'm on a private jet blah 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 blah. and then you got big business would be like well i got all of that and he doesn't show it because of XYZ, or when he does show it, he's like, this is motivational purposes only, y'all. Like, I'm just trying to show y'all what it is versus the other side of it. He does just, show it. Big business does show it, or you wouldn't have known he has it. No, I no, I didn't I say I didn't say no, he said that he doesn't show like the private jet like that. He's only started to show it more, but even when he does show the jet, the rolls, the big house, etc., he'll most often times of put that disclaimer that we, us as a people, nine times out of 10 will do or say motivational purposes only. Inspiration, this is for inspiration versus the other side, they just post it and be like, this is what it is. Like what, like, do you Because think the other need- side posts it and shows this is what it is to get, to get you as a customer. It's, it's marketing. Both of them marketing. I know. I feel like I feel like we do it to avoid the hate. And I guess my question is No, but you do it to get the hate. Everybody knows when you post this stuff, people gonna hate. 
No, I'm talking about the disclaimer, not the post. The disclaimer of motivational purpose. The disclaimer is a message to the haters. You think they need to say this is to motivate you for the person that's going to be motivated to it? Yeah, but I'm saying, why do we have to do that? And other people don't. Are you sure that they don't? Because I'm pretty I, sure you're not tuned in to many of days that do this type of stuff. But I, well, even if I'm not, I used a specific example. Why does he do it and why doesn't he do it? Grant, Grant does that too. I've never seen him say motivational purposes on it. Ever. I've seen stuff with Grant. He'll say, uh, he'll say, like, he'll show his cars and stuff, and he'll be like, uh, yeah, man, this is this is stupid. Yeah, man, this Rolls Royce right here, man, this is stupid. This, uh, Look, I got another Rolls Royce right behind it, man. This is stupid, man. Look, man, what you got? In here? This this watch cost the uh, this watch cost uh, one hundred fifty thousand dollars, man. This stuff is trash, man. You don't want to, you want yeah, like. But I'm just saying, like, but anyways, though, I'm just saying, like, for these for these entrepreneurs out here, like, they to fab they think that they have to fabricate something in order to get a customer or or in order to get a follower or in order to get an ad to work. Right. I'm like, actually, the best converting ads are just if you just pull your phone out and just talk into it and don't even edit it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times that converts better than all the super produced stuff, just right. some regular, just right. some regular stuff. I said I can be out there with a Dragon Ball Z with a Dragon Ball Z t-shirt on sitting on a bench in a park and have better conversions than the person with the Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. Why though? Because I'm not putting on anything else outside of myself. Right. Okay, look, man, we gotta we gotta get this. Uh Somebody even told me that's like, yo, yo, okay, once we get to this level, we got to start getting you in like the Gucci. I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, I could never see you. <laughs> Bro, if you sat down the pod and it had Celine over your chest, I would be like, what's going on? Like, nah, that's not, but that's not me. Uh... Or even if I did wear it, or even if I did wear some designer stuff, because I'm not against it. I'm not saying you wouldn't ever see me in some designer, but it's not gonna be the uh, the uh, what's it called? Is monogram the right word? Yeah. Where it just got all the G prints mm-hmm. all over mm-hmm. it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if I had on if I had on some Gucci, you might not know it was Gucci. Right. Cause that's just my style, period. Like that wouldn't even be on no uh, that they don't even know what I'm wearing right now, like type of stuff. That's just I don't like. Flash. Like say you for example, you would be the type you would get the all the big G's every all the little G's everywhere and stuff. Like that's your style. Nah, I actually I know what you're saying, so I agree on the premise. But I don't. It, I just don't like Gucci. But I definitely. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just using yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Like I know. 
that's why. Like, why. like you're like you're the type to like a logo got to be real big or everywhere or uh, everything matches or. Well, you gotten a little off of the matchy matchy stuff, but yeah, I'm I'm more subtle these days in my in my maturity. Yeah, <laughs> like thank goodness, bro. Yeah. This dude got on a red <laughs> hat, red shirt, <laughs> red shoes, bro, or jeans, bro. <laughs> like, a specific picture comes to mind, bro. I was about to go to a Rockets game. I had a white button up, short sleeve button up with a red tie, red pants. And red loafers. <laughs> I'm like, this dude don't know the. Whereas me, if I did that, I would I would say that same exact outfit. If I had a red tie, the only other red I might would do is shoes. shoes yeah. And that's a and that's a might. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was going hard. I'm surprised you ain't had a red hat with the red watch like. <laughs> <laughs> I was going hard, bro. but I'm just saying, like I would be the type if it was a Gucci something, it wouldn't be like Gucci, right, right, or all the little stuff, just because I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I won't wear the, I wouldn't wear the, uh, 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 Dior, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's or Dior, 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 Dior. You know they do it so people will see that it's. I don't like that attention, and even outside of that, that's just not how I dress. Right. right. I mess around and have like a nice fitting shirt that might say Dior, like right, yeah, down yeah. here or something. Mm-hmm. Or, But I'm saying though, but this person they were telling they were advising me on some marketing stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, man, we got to get you um, since since the car thing. I'm not telling you go go rent a car or nothing, but it, let's at least get you in some some nice clothing and blah blah blah, because they gotta want to be you." And I'm like, "They they're gonna want to be me anyways." Right, right. I'm like, I know my, I know my, I know my avatar. They just they will be fine. They will be fine making a living doing what they want. Mm-hmm. I don't need a Lamborghini for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they won't be rich. Cool. Okay. Well, first let's uh, let's supplement your nine to five income with this over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being rich is cool. Let's let's make uh, how much you make a month? Three thousand dollars. All right. Let's see if we let's make three thousand dollars over here first. Mm-hmm. Not many people would love to do that. Like a lot of people with Lamborghinis and stuff, they most people's mind mindset isn't even there to even feel like that's realistic for them. So they scrolling, they scrolling past it. Hey, yo, most people they have a six figure goal, but they're thinking too small. They're only thinking of a hundred bands. You thinking too small? We need to be thinking big. <laughs> six figures goes up to nine hundred k, and I was able to do that in my business with just one digital product. But it's not about how much bread came in. It's about how much that I lost out on because of information that I did not have. And I do not want the same thing to happen to you along your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can take your already existing skills and information that you already have, your own intellectual property, your IP, 
create digital products and digital assets with them. Not only that, but I'm giving you the entire framework, strategies, and system. And system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money so you don't have to go through the same pitfalls that I had to go through along the way. So go ahead, click the link, and register for the masterclass, and I will see you this upcoming Thursday. But I'm just like the lifestyle Martin Wayne Grant said that, and I'm like, which I already knew, but I'm like, to hear him say it. Like, yeah, I, yeah, sometimes I cringe at that stuff. I'm like, look at me, man. I'm sitting on top of a Rolls Royce with cash, smiling, just fanning the money out. I'd be like, oh, man, what is it? That, oh, I cringe. Because mm -hmm. it's not you. Right. <laughs> but he's doing what he thinks we want to see. Mm -hmm. Not even what he thinks. What he knows. What he's what he's came to know that we want to see because it's it's helped him get to the to the level that he's at. Grant Grant take the real estate out of it. Grant got damn near a hundred million dollar education business mm -hmm. a year. Mm -hmm. Not no value stuff like Grant probably bringing in twenty thirty um, a month just off of education. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and look, you can even tell his guess at 10x. His guess at 10x don't be the. It'd be Kevin Hart, right. Floyd. Floyd, yeah. Uh, who's an, who's another? Like, I'm just saying those type of people, like mm -hmm. some other some rapper, like like no duh, he's targeting us. Why y'all so shocked about it? You go pay for a 10X conference, what? That's another thing, too. And I'm an advocate for going to conferences and paying to get in rooms, right? If I was to ever pay to go to a 10X conference, and if I went, I would probably get a VIP ticket just to be around other people that bought a VIP ticket. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be there to learn nothing. Right. Well, I'm going to learn from Floyd Mayweather on the stage talking to Grant Cardone. Yeah, just talking about, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that I'm not saying I could not learn nothing from Floyd, but that conversation with those with those tens of thousands of people there, that's for entertainment. Mm -hmm. People go, people go, and they get motivated and entertained at a lot of these conferences. Mm -hmm. They're not getting no game. I just had a webinar last night. Every a hundred percent of the people in there was like, "Yo," because I asked them. I was like, "If y'all spent ten thousand dollars on a conference with." Did y'all not get more value from uh, this free training? 100% yeses. Mm. I know because I go to them. Mm. Why do I do these? I go to study certain things so I can be like, okay, they doing this. Let me go do this over here. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna learn. Uh, Kevin Hart, somebody I study. I can learn a lot from Kevin Hart. I'm not going to learn much from Kevin Hart sitting on stage with Grant Cardone in front of uh, 20,000 people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, they're not, they not going to be talking about much. And what they are talking about is not going to be... goes back to the Jay-Z conversation. It's not going to be anything that... The, yeah, it ain't going to be nothing I can implement. Yeah, they, they, not, they having nine-figure conversations up there. Sit there, sit there and say the Grant gonna ask Floyd, all right, Floyd, 
all right, Floyd, man, what do you do with your money? How do you come to this to this level, man? What do you do? Floyd's going to say, you know what, Grant? I invest. I'm not going to get shit from that. <laughs> Cause that's legit. What like Floyd? I I I didn't. Watch I made it. I made very I made very smart investments, real estate. You know I own I own I own I own billions of real estate. You know because because here's the thing here's a smart thing I did Grant I uh I bought real estate New York I own skyscrapers like I'm not gonna learn anything from that conference like it's entertainment. Right, you go home and like, all right, Floyd said buy skyscrapers. Okay, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> now, can I can I learn a lot from Floyd? Have I learned a lot from Floyd? Yes, I'm just saying that conversation in that environment's not where I pick up my game from Floyd. Right. I pick up my game from Floyd on watching certain things that Floyd's done. Floyd became Floyd became Floyd when he switched his name from Pretty Boy to, to Money. That teaches me about branding. See, I pick up where people don't. People want to just sit there and listen to somebody tell them how to do something. Nah, study somebody. Floyd Mayweather. He went from he was cold, still was undefeated. Pretty Boy Floyd. When he turned his name to Money Mayweather, he became a villain. And the most the most prolific boxer of all time, the most notorious boxer of all time, mm. simply by changing his name from Pretty Boy Floyd to Money Mayweather, mm -hmm. he started showing the money, started showing the lifestyle, all that stuff. People started to hate him. This guy that's not knocking nobody out then becomes the most grossing pay-per-view person. You're going to tune in to watch him. Pretty Boy Floyd was knocking people out. Bro. Money, you know Money I mean? Mayweather, they they tapping in to see shoulder rolls. You know what I just thought about? Like, in this very moment, I wonder if, and this is a, this is a shot in the dark. It's just an idea. I wonder if Floyd thought about how him not 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 knocking people out and but just being more defense prolonging fights if that played a part in like what he comes to the table with cuz you know like like advertising dollars and stuff like that he rocking people's logos on his shorts and stuff he like look we got 12 rounds i'm i'm a i'm doing my thing for 10 at least 10 of these rounds you're going to be seen for let's just say 30 minutes 40 minutes you going to pay be. for that versus tyson coming in <laughs> we don't I, even though he didn't have logos or the shorts but i'm just saying like from hey. if i'm spending ad dollars i'm like bro they only going to see my bacardi logo for 30 seconds messing with you tyson <laughs> could be and and Floyd the money aspect of it too he knows with the with his style of fight because he always was like a preservation he ain't won't be like Ali mm -hmm. you know and won't take him hits that's why I respect them football players that I was watching something of uh uh Deshaun Jackson he was talking about one time I think he was saying he might have been a rookie and he was like running a post or something 
and he seen Ray Lewis right there. And he and he chicken winged it. Like mm. instead of standing for the mm. ball, he go, uh. And he was like, nah, <laughs> he ain't go for it. Yeah. And he said Ray Lewis was like, I love your game. I love your game, young fella. I love your game. I ain't gonna hurt you. I love your game. <laughs> and Deshaun Jackson, he was like, he was like, nah, I ain't taking no chances. He said, I didn't get in this to take hits. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson's had an amazing career. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Floyd went into it with that. That's why so easy, I got, so I got it, all my faculties. I got all my faculties. That's yeah. what saying every interview. So and then it, and then it's even like like to the point where that's why it became the 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 most grossing on pay per view because for one people hated Money Mayweather. People always tune into what they hate. That's why I say people shouldn't care about haters when they're building their brand online. They're your, they're your marketing team. Mm-hmm. Your haters gonna talk about you more. Your haters gonna put negative comments into you into your comments, which is going to show the algorithm that people like it. They don't know what they're saying. They're just seeing, oh, people are people are sharing this. People are commenting on it. Let's show it to more people. Thank you, haters. Mm-hmm. And then people are tuning in to see him get knocked out. Mm-hmm. They're not tuning in to see him win. They're tuning in to see him get knocked out. Maybe. Is this the fight he loses? So I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna learn from a, a a stage with him and Grant Cardone talking. I'm gonna learn by looking looking at what he's done. Mm-hmm. I'm learning by seeing this man chose to move to Vegas, lives in Vegas, does not does not drink a drop of liquor, mm-hmm. does not does not hit a tote of weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they show the lifestyle, the club and stuff. They don't. This man leaves the club and jogs home and jogs to the gym and works out mm-hmm. and then goes home. Like he's a very disciplined person. Mm-hmm. But they see the flash and stuff and they would think he's like, you would think he's reckless. Not at all. Not even the least bit. <laughs> Floyd is probably the most disciplined athlete of all time. All right, I can see that. I put Floyd, Tom Brady. Mm, see, I don't, I don't know much about Tom. I don't know much about Tom. I'll just say they're the most disciplined of all time. I won't put Kobe up there, but even Kobe had a little, a little uh, non-disciplined moment. That's mm-hmm. like a little chink in his armor. And, and Floyd's had like legal things or or domestic domestic spouts. So what but is, if I'm what talking about rank? I put Brian there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put Brian there too. But but I think Floyd just just number one because the environments that he chooses to put himself in. Mm. And he does not indulge in any of the environment that he puts himself in. Right. That's tough. Yeah, for sure. That's tough to do. That's tough to be in that environment every single day. Intentionally put yourself there every single day and not indulge into it. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's tried anything only did it because some somebody in the environment asked you to try it. Right. 
And you can only say no so many times. There's only most people that drink. Yeah, there's always going to be an anomaly. But most people that drink, it's because somebody asked you to try it. Yep, introduced them. Most people that smoke, it's because somebody asked you to smoke. Most people that did a drug is because somebody asked you to try. You played a video game because somebody you was somewhere and somebody handed you the sticks. Mm-hmm. It's the only reason I wanted a PlayStation. <laughs> With somebody's house, they had one. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known without the, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm like, he chooses to to be in the nightlife. Girls, women. Jewelry, liquor, all the time, entourages. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. He goes to the club. He he jogs from the club. Mm-hmm. He boxes. He, 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 he figured out Floyd was doing things that other boxers weren't even doing. He's like, okay, I got this fight coming. We all know we tune in for a fight since the fight starts at 8 o'clock. Main event don't start till one in the morning. Mm. They got all them undercards, bro. You tune in sometimes. If people don't know, you be like, "Dang, when they gone? Mm. When they gonna fight?" Floyd adjusted his whole schedule to the nightlife, so he's in prime condition to fight mm. at one in the morning. Mm-hmm. People weren't doing that before Floyd. Some some boxers do it now when they're training, but he turned his whole lifestyle into it. Mm. Why need to why I need to train at eight in the morning for when I'm when I'm gonna fight at one in the morning? Right. Man, I never I never even thought about that or realized that. Yeah. Man. So now we gonna we gonna work out after the club. That's what time I'm gonna be fighting anyways. Right. Yeah, let's yeah, let's let's get him well rested. He goes to sleep at nine eight at nine PM. He's going to right. sleep at 10 p.m. And you're gonna be sleepy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> he going to the he going to the he going to the gym. Oh yeah, he's getting it in. He feels like he's getting it in because he's at the gym at, at four, five in the morning, six in the morning, seven in the morning. Then he's going back at twelve at twelve noon, and then he's going back at. He backstage. It's it's nine thirty. He like. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm tired, man. <laughs> yeah, the undercards just started. Like, oh my god! <laughs> hey, main event gonna go. That's just like think think when you was doing your music, bro. Remember them shows? You'd be like, yeah, I, I come on at nine, or I come on at ten. Oh, you yeah, want to hit yeah, the stage yeah. till one thirty? Yeah, that's like a boxing. That's like a boxing. Be faded. <laughs> yeah, the showtime. Showtime, 9 p.m., Floyd versus Pacquiao. Man, Floyd Pacquiao don't start till 1.15. Yeah. 12.45. So I'm, I'm saying that's, that's what I can learn from. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to learn Grant Cardone. You sitting on the, on the stage in front of 15,000 people, 20,000 people. All right, Floyd, what, what'd you do, man? How, how did you become how did you become money made? <laughs> you know what, Grant? You know what, Grant? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I invest. You know, I'm very smart with my investments. You know, real estate. 
Skyscrapers. Yeah, you know, because I tell people you need to have at least 300 units. Don't start with 300 units. Yeah. I got skyscrapers, 300 units in the skyscraper. Exactly, folks. That's how you do it. <laughs> I'm like, this is not the environment I'm going to learn. I know what he's doing. I don't got to hear him say some crazy stuff about black people to, to know. But it was just, like I said, man, we're about to wrap it up. It was just interesting for me to, for me to watch the whole thing and see that little small clip. Because it's not, the topic's not much smaller than the clip. Mm. Like it's not. It wasn't a discussion. Like I said, she didn't bring it up. It went. He just brought it up out of nowhere. And then it went somewhere else right after that. Mm -hmm. But right before that clip that went viral about him speaking to black people in street terms, right before that, the clip right before that, he's just like, yeah, you know, I cringe looking at some of that stuff, man, sitting on top of the Rolls Royce, fanning out money. Mm -hmm. You know, it it wasn't entertain. You know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't draw somebody like you. And then he went into, mm-hmm. you know, most of my followers, most of my followers are black under the age of 40, right? And we speak to them in these street terms. And, but right before that, I was like, that was, I was like, that was interesting to hear. I already knew it. Mm-hmm. But just to hear him say it, mm-hmm. he got comfort. He got comfortable. That, that, that environment, he got comfortable. That was really Grant Cardone speaking. Mm-hmm. He don't like that stuff. He does it to make money. Honey band, honey band, honey band, honey band, honey band, honey bands. Everybody has a six-figure goal, but they're thinking too small. They're only thinking of 100 bands, not realizing that six figures goes all the way up to 900K. And I was able to do that in my business with just one digital product. But it's not about how much came in. It's about how much that I lost out on because of information that I did not have. And I do not want you to go through the same thing on your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can create and scale digital products and digital assets. But not only that, I'm giving you the entire framework and system to take your own intellectual property, your own IP, getting in the right system to scale. And system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money. So go ahead, click the link, and join me this upcoming Thursday for the masterclass. See you soon. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, y'all, this this dude, uh, this dude is a a 65-year-old, almost 70-year-old white man from, from nowhere, Louisiana, that's a Scientologist. Why are you so <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I learned a lot from the dude. I would love to have, I will probably, I will probably buy more products from him to learn the things that I need to learn. Because mm-hmm. he he got some of the stuff down. Mm-hmm. But I just be like, come on, bro. You're right. I was thinking about when I put a sales team together, maybe just buying his sales training to have them Watch. instead of me training them. Mm-hmm. But I'm like that, and that's a that's a key thing. It's just he's figured it out. But a lot of people are out here failing because they're putting on a facade, thinking that it's marketing. Well, more people would just gravitate to to you being you. Mm-hmm. Authenticity. 
And and that 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 inauthentic is inauthentic. That's not a word. Yeah. I know inauthentic is a word, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But that I mean it could be, you never know. It just it just but a, that a, a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> inauthentic. But that but that not being authentic, that's also something of our culture too. Cause it's not just the entrepreneurs that I'm saying that that may be digital marketers doing this. Like a lot of people do it, you know, for whatever the reason, we hold the rapper in such high I do know the reason, but we hold rappers in such high regard, right? Mm-hmm. They're not their authentic self either. They don't want to do that stuff. I've heard that I've heard some of them in interviews say how they hate wearing that jewelry every day. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard little baby talk about how he don't even be like really wanting to rock it. But it's like all marketing because it's like, okay, are these people going to believe me if I look like this in an outcast shirt from Target? Right. And no watch, no jewelry, no earrings, no chain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it could work for you. Just has to match. Yeah, but, the, but the, it's like, what can they rap about if they don't get the look? Yes, and that's and that's why I was speaking to like you gotta your, your message has to match. That's that's why J Cole can do it. That's why Kendrick. Can but J Cole, but J Cole looked like the rapper first. J Cole ain't always looked like this. J Cole went and got it, and then realized like most people, you get the thing that you think that you want, and then you realize it don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. J Cole had a song called Mister Nice Watch. Yeah, but visually, J. Cole is never like, like when you think of your, when you think of your. J. Cole had chains and watches. Bro, you got to show me that, bro. You got to show me. His first album had a song with Jay-Z called Mr. Nice Watch. But uh, but that doesn't, he's talking about a, a watch that he bought and didn't care about. I'm talking I've about. I've heard him. When you see a rapper. No, he's he, not. He's talking about the nice watches on the song. But listen to what I'm saying, bro. I've you, seen him sit down with Angie Martinez and talk about all this jewelry and all these watches that he has that he bought and then realized once he like was able to attain all these things he wanted that it was stupid and it didn't mean nothing. I'm not talking about what he bought. I'm talking about the visual. When you think of a rapper in a rapper's uniform slash costume, J. Cole was not on that wave. He's never looked like Lil Baby, Migos, Da Baby. Like as far as all of the chains on all of, that's what I'm talking about. Like visually, aesthetically, that's what I'm. That's and and just like Kendrick, Kendrick got a bunch of um. He's J Cole's first album cover. He got on a chain and a watch. But what does that what does that mean, bro? <laughs> I'm just telling you that he had the he used to always wear chains and watches. That's all I said. When he first came out, he did not look like this dusty bum when he first came out. <laughs> People just seen him look like that for so long. Uh, I'm saying first album. Dusty bum. That's J. Cole looked like a rapper. First album, J. Cole even said he 
came out with music that he did not want to come out with to look like the rapper. J. Cole's single was looking like a rapper with Trey songs with all kind of girls in bikini on the beach picking them up and stuff. What are you talking about, bro? I'm looking it up right now. I want to see this visual you talking about. I'm just saying he's sitting because his day one fans knew about all the come up story and stuff. He's sitting in the locker room. He got on a chain and a watch. J. Cole's first single to that album, do you not remember him on the beach looking like a rapper with Trey Songs picking up girls in bikinis over the top of their heads and stuff? J. Cole's entire first album, J. Cole's entire first album, he came out with a song on the next album called I Let Nyes Down because he was disappointed by he did not stay true to himself, what his fans knew him for, for his first album. Uh, you being a J. Cole fan, I'm I don't get how you don't remember all these all these steps of his of career. I'm, I'm looking at what you J. Cole about. wanted J. Cole wanted his first album. I'm I'm proving my point because all that I said, you talked about all this looking like little baby and stuff. All that I said was that he wore chains and watches. That's all I said. Yeah, but I was being specific while you were. So I just used the, (laughs) but you, but you was taking and taking what I said and turning it into something else. When all I said was J Cole looked like the rapper. He wore chains and watches. He had a song called Mister Nice Watch. Not talking about how I bought this thing and don't, and it means nothing. It was flexing. The whole song is flexing about your watch. It's not, uh, I bought it and it don't mean nothing. And these material things don't mean nothing. It was a flex song. Jay-Z's not on there talking about how these watches don't mean nothing. I got a Hublot. I call it T-Bow. I wrap that bitch with a gator band. Y'all think it's about halftime. Y'all niggas like the gator band. It's, they flexing. J. Cole did it. <laughs> don't, don't give like the ha-ha, the boy. only the only rapper no nah, no nah, but I'm just saying just using that example like he even he even went outside of himself he caught himself nah. I've heard him saying I've heard him saying the interview he got a one of my favorite interviews is he got to sit down with Angie Martinez and he's just like in the crib talking about this yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why me as a J. Cole fan, when that first album came out, I was like, uh-uh. What was the first album? Born Center? Nah, Born Center was the second one. What was the first one? Cold World, The Sideline Store. Mm. Why is that not ringing a bell as far as music? Because it got Mr. Nice Watch on it. <clears throat> I must have still just been blasting um whatchamacallit? What's the mixtape? Uh my favorite mixtape, Friday Night Lights. That's what he wanted his first album to be. Yeah. Friday Night Lights was supposed to be that's to this day, Friday Night Lights is my favorite piece of work by J. Cole. Yeah, me too. Me too. As far as the his one, that's his one to me. Imagine if that was his debut album, bro. Yeah. That would have been his reasonable doubt. That would have been his get rich or die trying. That would have been his good kid, man, sick. Mm-hmm. 
Instead, he got Mr. Nice Watch and a song with Trey Songs picking up girls on the beach in bikinis and chasing everybody, like looking like a Tupac I Get Around video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the beach, though. He said he had to do the rapper thing because the label was pushing the you gotta do the rapper thing. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't get what he had already built over here. You did you rock and I know this off off topic, that's why I'm just gonna keep it short. Did you rock with 2014 Forest Hill? Yeah. Cause that's if my, I had to that's put my cold. second that's why I was asking. That's my second favorite. If I had to put Cole's albums, like albums into it, not talking about mixtapes, that's probably my favorite one. Because, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Cole's albums. Yeah. Yeah, 2014 <coughs> and then whatever he dropped. And the off season. The latest. Oh, yeah, and the off season. Those are the, those are the two. All the other ones are just like cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're boring. Yeah. Once Cole, once Cole, once they let Cole just do his thing, and he just started to uh, write and produce everything. Mm-hmm. For me, I was like, man, I wish he would hop on somebody else's feet. <laughs> yeah, and that's what he's doing on. Uh, he was doing on the off season. Yeah, that's why I like it, and he, and I like braggadocious rap. Yeah, he like, yeah, he be calling me like, hey, bro, so and so talking that talk. <laughs> yeah. I like when people talk, talk, because I don't. So I get inspired by it. That's why I said when uh when people when you ask that question on the on the motivational purposes only, mm-hmm. I'll be like, I get it. I get motivated from I'm not a car guy. Right. I don't think I will ever be a car guy. Or if I do, it'll be like some some things that really fit mm. me. A Lamborghini don't fit my personality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I do turn into a car enthusiast and get some stuff, it'll be like... Oh, it's cool. I get it. I don't know. It could even be a new thing. I don't know because I'm not a car, but it would be like, it makes sense. I get it. Mm-hmm. It won't be like the Lambo. Right, just because it's... Like, if I was to get something like that, it would be like, I'm the type of dude, I would I would pull up in a Ferrari. Yeah, I'm a Ferrari guy. But, you know, I'm just saying, just using that as an example. Like, I'm not like... A, like, Lambo just screams like, yeah. look! I'm rich! <laughs> you pull up in a Ferrari, you might be like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Subtle. That's why I was saying, like, with the clothes, it would be subtle. Like, uh, that looks nice. Mm-hmm. But, but the, um, dang, what was I going with that? Because I had a point I was going with. No, car, you were saying car had to make sense. Not a car. No, nah, what I said before that, though. I don't even remember. We talking about J. Cole and then talking about um, authenticity and reeling that in. I don't know. I lost it. And it was a good ass point, too. Mm. 
Anyways, <laughs> tune into just, another. <laughs> yeah, just just be just be your authentic self, man. Because it's like you don't have to. Tr- you don't have to. When you're just yourself, you don't have to work at being like it's it. It's not work. The right. marketing's not work. You don't have to come up with all these concepts and stuff like. I throw on the Iron Man helmet. That ad converted very well. I'm probably gonna shoot some more, even though I told you, like, I don't, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna do it because I'm starting to see all these other Iron Man helmets out here. I'm seeing that. That's another thing. Us as entrepreneurs, we gotta stop. We gotta stop thinking stuff that we see or stuff that we think is everybody. That's just you thinking that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's very, very, very small. I saw two. I saw three people with the with a helmet. Man, everybody getting them. Man, I don't want everybody <laughs> think I'm being like these people. Right. They're not gonna think that. But even even with that, that Iron Man helmet that I've seen these couple people with, that had me thinking of not of not using it. That's that's not them. Mm-hmm. That's me. Mm-hmm. I bought that helmet almost three years ago, or two years ago. Oh, and and now that you say that, bro, I got I got an idea. I tell you, uh, off camera. Yeah, but I bought that I bought that Iron Man helmet in twenty twenty one. Beginning of twenty twenty one. Might have been in the twenty twenty because I remember it took months and months to to come in, so I might have bought it. 2020, got it. 2021. Yeah, I'm trying to think back when when we were shooting that course. When what time that was? Because you had it then. Yeah, I've been had it. I, I had it early 2021. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, I'm like, but that's me though. That's not. I didn't buy it with intentions to market with right. it. You thought it was dope and you wanted it. I bought it because I think it's cool and I wanted it and I had it. I didn't shoot an ad with it until like two years later. That's why I'm saying like when you're yourself and you come up with ideas, it's not something outside of yourself. It's just like the what's gonna what's gonna grab somebody's attention. Mm-hmm. I just thought it. I got the helmet just sitting right there. I was like, all right, yeah. that. I'm not thinking, okay, look, I got to get the Lamborghini and I got to go do this. All right, we going to, I never eat at Mastro's. Let's go to Mastro's. We're going to pull up and get out the Lamborghini. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, know, if I eat at Mastro's, it's because I want to go eat at Mastro's. It ain't, yeah, I might record it, but that's what we doing today. Right. It ain't, let's go here to record. It's like, oh, we are here and let's record. Yeah. Or even if it is a let's go here to record. What if I go there every Sunday? Right, right. Or on a Wednesday, somebody, yo, let's go meet me at the spot. Mm-hmm. So y'all just think your lifestyle marketing, it's lifestyle. So when y'all see these people with all this flashy stuff, that could be their lifestyle. And they could just be showing it. But on the other side of it, it could be somebody like a like a uh, the example that I use, just using Grant, he doesn't even 
yet he might got the stuff, but he don't like to show it like that. Mm. Like, you know, a lot of them super, super rich people, they don't, mm-hmm. they bet. Think of Hove. Once Hove became the Hove of Billy, you don't see Hove and nothing. Yeah. I, I, I swear I was about to say the same thing because, uh, yeah, now he'll just had an $8 million watch on. But I know he got, you know, he got all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He just don't, he just don't, he's in a position where he doesn't need to show it. Mm-hmm. What Grant's shooting for, it, it still go garner the, all the attention. Mm-hmm. If Hove was playing that game, he would still be flexing on him. And he would win. He would win that game. And Hove still flexes, but it's just like he doesn't need the attention anymore because, because he's got, he's got equity in so many in so many positions, yep. he's not like an entertainer anymore. Right, Grant's still an entertainer, mm-hmm. but but somebody else though they'll say they'll use Jay Z as an example. Be like, Nah, Hov, don't do that stuff. I'm like, Hov did all that stuff until he got to that point. Then he fell back. You want him to fall back and have nobody know who you are out the gate? Yeah. It don't work like that. Ho showed all of it. Ho got money, cash, hoes. Mm-hmm. That was the song. That was the single. Yeah. Money ain't a thing. Ho tossing, <laughs> just, throwing just money case, at him. Just in case you ain't see the watch here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Money out the roof. He did the rapper thing. There's not many rappers I can think of that's had a have a, a big level of success that never did the rapper thing. Only one come to mind is Kendrick. Yeah. One percenter. I'm saying to 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 that level. Yeah, 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 for sure. You got the you got the backpackers or whoever, the, the but I'm saying to that level, they all did the they all did the a rapper thing, mm-hmm. including your boy Jacob. Too sure. And maybe and maybe Eminem. But he white, he never had to do the rapper thing. No M's worn chains and stuff, but I'm just saying, like, you never like look like the rapper. Yeah. All them other white boys untried it. Looking like looking silly. <laughs> What's logic? Is logic black? We're not about to talk about logic. Look, we're wrapping this up. <laughs> We we done. We, that's when you know it's time to wrap it up. And when logic, logic. come up, <laughs> yeah, tune in, tune in next time. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then. 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.